Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we want to thank you all for tuning into our podcast, The Sports Plebes. I'm Nate Dar, joined as always by my co-host Joe Timler and our producer Matt Arnold. Lots to go over today. Been a while since our last pod, so the World Series is wrapped up. Dodgers are the winners. Our thoughts on that. College football, we got two Notre Dame games to go over. One, a really tough win, if you will, over Louisville at home. And then a beatdown of Pittsburgh, which was in what was supposed to be a much closer game on the road for the Irish. Uh, week eight and week nine, mainly, in the NFL now at this point. Um, and then uh, we've got NFL Guess the Lines, our social media story of the week. And Joe's Bets of the Week, as always, to wrap things up. Joe, man, how are you already, guys? <laughs> Dude, I, I love to start the weekend on Wednesday, but no, I'm I'm doing well. Yeah, I feel like a lot of time has passed, but maybe not a lot has happened, and that's what you get here. Winter is here; it's not coming; it is here. We still don't have a release date for Book Six: Winds of Winter. That got me thinking that, but uh, maybe sometime next year. Anyways, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying all that entails here. I slipped on the ice yesterday. I fell like an old man. That was uh, kind of entertaining. The kids laughed a little bit, shoveled some snow, raked some leaves. I feel good again. It shouldn't be relaxing in the winter and the fall. You shouldn't be going to the pool and looking at your yard and mowing it. You should be toiling and laboring. And that's what we do here in the Midwest and the Plains. And I'm just happy to be laboring again. I know that was a weird intro, but that's just what was on my mind tonight, Nate. That's great, Joe. Yeah, no, I do not feel your pain yet. As much as I was bitching about the Indiana weather the other pod, um, we have not been hit with any snow. I saw the pic of baby Dave. He looks awesome, by the way. Love the Chiefs hat. Though you claim that's not yours. I'm not sure if I believe you. Um, And then, no, it just Mm. leaves, man. I have so many (laughs) fucking leaves. And not only that, not only do I have all these leaves, the city of South Bend managed to botch the leaf pickup this year so they basically ended up just being like oh nobody gets their leaves picked up so i'm just stuffing my leaves into trash bags and (laughs) dumping them in elkar bedding dumpster like daily pretty much it's 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 fairly miserable um and usually they have only one and it's usually super early before like 80 percent of the leaves have even dropped but still you can get you know, whatever yeah. you can get out of your yard, at least on that day. So that's been uh, that's been a little brutal, honestly. Though Aria loves jumping in them, so there she's been go. having an absolute blast in the front yard, to say the least. Um, other than that, man, uh, my grandma Lozano is uh, is not doing so hot. That was why we had to push mm-hmm. back the last pot. I had to make an emergency trip down to Fort Wayne. Uh, prayers for her. My mom's still down there. Uh, I think she might be coming back tonight actually for like a night, but it, it seems like, uh, it's, it's her time on this earth is drawing to a close. So, you know, I love her to death and it, it, it's been tough for my family, especially my mother, obviously. So prayers for them, prayers for them and, um, the whole Lozano side of the family on my mom's side. But yeah, uh, do you want to get into some Notre Dame football, though? We have two games to talk about, like I said. Um, because of that, the Louisville game was, was brutal, man. Frankly, uh, I mean, I think it was, what, like a 15-point spread? I don't remember exactly, half, but I know yeah. Louisville covered, obviously, strong. Oh, it's rough, man. That was that – was, 
glad we didn't have that pod because I said in the in our WhatsApp thread that I was totally going to hit the panic button on the Notre Dame passing mm-hmm. game. I was like, Ian Book's Ian Book. I just, you know, and I still kind of think that, but obviously going to Pittsburgh, a game that everybody predicted to be a bloodbath, you felt we were disrespected with the 10.5-point line. Um, and Notre Dame just came out and really took care, took care of business and looked great. They did lose yeah. lose my boy Kevin Austin to a ankle injury, which is brutal. But, um, no, Notre Dame looked awesome, and they need to look awesome because Clemson is really apparently the only game that's going to really matter this year, and that's still coming. So a couple tune-ups left before that, it seems. But uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on <laughs> Book, I guess, at this point? Am I, am I wrong, though? I just I feel like he is who he is, man. There's 20, yeah, well, what, and what's 20, his record? 29 like starts now. And- 25 and three or something like that. He's just a winner. He's just uh, Tommy Rees on steroids is a great way to, to describe him. But yeah, I was all ready to defend him after the 12, seven Louisville win. I mean, the defense looked great. Louisville has a good offense. We've seen that in a lot of games this year. They just blew out Florida state this week. So I think they're a decent team who's lost some tough games. Book was not sharp against Louisville. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. I mean, Austin was hurt. Lindsay's still hurt, so our, our our speedster is is not in the game. Skoranek really didn't come into his own until this game against Pitt, where he had those two huge touchdowns. He looks like he could stretch the field if he can be kind of eighty percent of what peak Kevin Austin could be. That that's a huge help. Michael Meyer, the tight end, baby Gronk, he looks awesome. He had like eight catches against Pitt, so I think there was a lot of development. I do think Book was really shaky against Louisville. He kind of. A lot of times he anticipates pressure. He bails too early from the pocket. But you can see on those two touchdowns he had to Skoranek against Pitt, he really was hanging in there a little bit better. He looked more comfortable, even against a better defense, because Pitt's defense is miles ahead of Louisville's. So that was huge that they looked so good. Um, Georgia Tech, I don't think they're going to pose much of a threat this week. I think that's kind of another disrespect that we're only favored by 20 when Clemson beat them by 66. Boston College beat them by 21. So they're not a good team. They're coming off their second year of transitioning from the option. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel good. I We're going to be 6-0 going into the Clemson game, and I think, um, you know, the passing game is not going to be great, but it'll be serviceable against Clemson, and I think we'll be able to run the ball a little bit, and our defense will be stout and keep us in it. So I'm, I'm confident, Nate. Yeah, the defense – the defense has been spectacular. I don't think you can say enough about the defense for Notre Dame this year. Um, I do love, I do love Michael. Don't you just Mayer. want to say Michael, Michael Meyer? Mayer, it's like man. Halloween He's, time. You have to say Michael he, Meyer. <laughs> I know it. You almost have to, but God, he's I, I. He got on the field like you said, and you're just like, who is this giant person? Why is he a freshman? And yeah, it's. I think he could be the next next great tight end coming out of Notre Dame for sure. And which is awesome because we have him at least another two years, if that's the case. Um, at least I hope so. Obviously, I, I will, I will reserve judgment for one more week before I I talk about about Clemson. Though I'm still really scared of them. Honestly, I, I'm I'm worried every time I I tell myself Notre Dame has a chance in these games. It feels like we always just end up losing in heartbreaking fashion. And let's be honest, what do you think the spread's going to be? Eight and a half points? Well, I mean, right now the preliminary seven, spread is least. 14 and a half, which yeah. is that's just disrespectful. You know what? Ah. Clemson beat Wake Forest by 24. Blah. They beat Virginia by 18. They beat Miami by 25. That was a good win. 
They killed Georgia Tech by 66. They beat Syracuse by 26 when they were supposed to win by 46. So, I don't know. I, th- I think Notre Dame, I, I, I think it should be a touchdown spread, and I, I think we'll hang in there. Maybe they'll pull away late, but I want to see what happens. I, I love our defense. I love our running game most days, and I think we got a shot. Yeah. There was an article on Sports Illustrated that really, really just summed it up, I think. And uh, it almost <laughs> felt like it might have been written by a Notre Dame fan. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, the thing with Book is, and you talk about his record, which okay. Kelly loves to talk about. And he's got a great record. And, you know, I like Ian Book. He's probably the second best Notre Dame quarterback, you know, we've seen in our lifetime behind Brady Quinn. Which, is, if you look at Brady Quinn's numbers still, like what 15 years later it's hilarious how much better he's been than any other Notre Dame quarterback he's he's almost doubled up I think on some of book stats still and like book has a full year but it's like he's he's just not gonna catch Man, anything that Brady no respect for Jimmy Claus here which is you know awesome I right but the dude awesome was to me dude was accurate. he was a little bit of a statue but that, that guy was pinpoint accurate I'll give him that he was accurate. They also he also was the quarterback of a bunch of crappy Notre Dame teams. So Not I gotta winner. you know point that out. Um, that's that's why I give I give Book the nod over him. Point being, you don't come to Notre Dame to talk about your career record as a quarterback. You know the goal is championships, and the fact is that the top four programs in the nation the past couple of years have been who? It's been like what I think it was. Bama, Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State. Do you know Notre Dame's record against uh, those are in Brian Kelly's tenure? They've played those teams six times. Owen okay. six. Owen yeah. six. Mm. Yeah. So it's it's that's the real problem, man. You know, can you get a, can they get over the hump? If they can get over the hump, you know, they can shut everybody up at least for a year. And you know, frankly, if they can beat Clemson, clearly they belong yeah. in. Playoff, they can beat them I one think. out of two times. But yeah. And the, really what some of those games were close to right Clemson yeah. back in the hurricane. I think in 2015 they could have won that game. They had two one-score games against Georgia. So, you know, other than Bama, the one time against Bama and against Clemson, that second half they pulled away. Um, they've been in it again. They could easily be two and four, maybe even three and three against those teams. So I think that's a bit misleading when you say Notre Dame can't compete, but they haven't gotten over the top in a lot of those for sure. Yeah, I mean they haven't. It's it's just sad. It's a fact, and it it crushes me to admit it. But I mean the numbers are right there. I mean you, I don't know. So I guess that's my point is, you got it. It really, it's just we knew it was. It's just really all coming down to Clemson. You know, if they stumble this week, I can't I can't imagine the fallout from that. Obviously, um, knock on wood. But um, we'll we'll see. I'm worried about Clemson. I'm nervous about them. Um, and then Lawrence comes out this week too, by the way, and says, like, no Oh, I might, no I might play way. another year, which if I was, I know, but you know, then again, if I was watching the New York jets play football <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I don't know if I want to go get killed behind that absolute garbage fire of an offensive line. I mean, I understand that, you know, just as a football fan, I'd be like, I'm going to die out there. Like they're going to kill Somebody's going to kill me. They'll just take my head off. My career will be over. Every right. Day. So that you should, oh, that's, Joe Lawrence Burrow deserves credit for that. I mean, <laughs> he's know? playing on a garbage team and he looks good. Even if he's not winning games. Yeah, no, Burrow's, Burrow's awesome. Man. Burrow's but, uh, um, really good for a really long time. Unless, unless, unless they Andrew Luck in man, <laughs> he's on pace for like 50 sacks this season. 
which the only other quarterback to do that in his rookie season retired by the age of 30 yeah. because his body was absolutely broken down. Ugh, thanks, Ryan Gregson. Anyway, yeah, um, no, yeah. what, what, what else do you, like you want to touch on college I football? You got was very disappointed to see the Michigan Wolverines looking so impressive. They blew out Minnesota. They looked like they got a quarterback way better than Shea Patterson. I don't like to see Michigan doing well, but it always warms my heart when they have Ohio State on the schedule. I think they'll come back down to earth. I don't think they're at Ohio State's level yet, but they could easily go 7-1, and 8-1, and one, whatever, how many games they're playing. Um, your Hoosiers hung on in one of the most inexplicable games. Yeah. I, I turned it off. I said, okay, Penn State has the ball, minute 40. I only has one timeout. They're just going to run the clock out. Up by one point, Penn State is, and the guy – Walked into the end zone. Well, IU let him score. They go up by eight. IU gets the touchdown. They get the two point conversion. They both get touchdowns in overtime. IU goes for the two point conversion. They go for the win. I love to see it at home as the underdog. What, Nate, do you love IU's coach? That guy just, it's hard to dislike that guy. So they, they all sent me, uh, we were obviously yeah. multiple group texts going on during the game. And much like you, I think I, I, I tried to switch away and then immediately like my phone started blowing up and I was like, what, what happened? What's going on? And I had to switch back. So awesome game. Oh, wow. It was the best win in IU football history. And I get it. There's some historian probably that's like, well, in 1970 something, they won that. I'm like, okay, in modern football history, like starting, I think it's eighties and beyond. This is clearly the biggest win top 10 team at home. And to go for two points at the end there, all I can say is there were, <laughs> there's a South Park episode where I think Randy gets sure. like testicular cancer. Sure. So his, you know, his huevos <laughs> swell up to obnoxious proportions and he's, he's carrying them around in a wheelbarrow. So there were always, there were like 15 straight gifts of just like him walking oh, around the town, like man. Tom Herman walking around Bloomington oh, after going man. for two points. <laughs> yeah, man, that was like, gutsy gutsy call i couldn't believe it and then the fact that it took five minutes for them to review it you know obviously as an iu fan i'm like well the pylon got knocked over i mean you know it's that simple like the i've always i've always been told (laughs) if you knock the pylon over it's a touchdown it was really close and i um, they they called it good on the field right i think that's what it's yeah and i think that you give that kind of effort i agree tie goes to the offense i think I, i like it i like it Loved it, man. Um, it it is it is only unfortunate in the fact that they Big Ten had you know a big what they thought was their monster week two showdown, <laughs> uh, Ohio State at Penn State this week, and that has lost a little bit of its luster. I wow. hammered that line as soon as it came out at eleven and a half because I also hit the Ohio State line uh, as soon as it came out at minus twenty six. So unlike everybody else that bet apparently in the country, because all anybody talked about was. <laughs> the spread and the fact that they scored a touchdown as time expired to cover the spread for Ohio state. And then Ryan day claimed it was because they didn't have their meal team in to which I'm like, even if you fumble the football and they return it for a 99 yard touchdown, the game is still over and you've won by like almost 20 points. I think you had, yeah, it would have been 20 still over 20 points but no it's it's a beauty need to cover that it's spread man they knew it and they the spread only have eight to 28 they gotta crush everybody if they want to get to the playoffs so 
Is it eight or is it? I think they have a couple more. I, I think maybe the Pac-12 is six games, but the... I think they're they're doing eight games. Um, I can't okay. I can't leave out cool. uh, I can't leave out um, K State wow. beat Kansas the the interstate rivalry fifty five to fourteen. They had two special teams touchdowns. Their backup quarterbacks out for this or their starting quarterbacks out for the season. So K State atop the Big Twelve currently with Oklahoma State, the only two undefeated teams. Who would have thought? So the Les Miles was like featured on ESPN.com on like what okay. was going to be a mini series. And I think it was this year. It might've been last year. I might be losing my mind, but I'm pretty sure I saw it at the end of the season and was like, Oh, I might watch some of these. Kansas could be decent this year. You know, Les Miles, he won a national championship. And you know, if Kansas football wins like eight games, it's probably like IU, they're a basketball school. It'd be considered, yeah. you know, they damn near build a statue for him outside the stadium. <laughs> win eight games. Um, but, uh, they, they <laughs> dropped that. I haven't seen that at any time recently. Yeah. Kansas football is kind of a dumpster fire. It sounds like Kansas state's rocking and rolling, you know, obviously riding high still off that, that, uh, big win against Oklahoma, which at the time looked incredible. Um, now, you know, big 12, other than, uh, Gundy yeah, and I, OK I state go down to Texas still going week, strong. Oklahoma state's playing and, Texas, I think. Texas is a better team, more talent, better quarterback. I think they, they take him down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Okay, interesting. What's, it's, you, I have no uh, idea what the line is. In Oklahoma game. State's favored by three up. and a half. It's in Stillwater. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I could. I don't know how many fans I, are. I they're, get, they're probably going to pack them in. They're a corrupt oil state. So they'll have a lot of fans, I'm sure. <laughs> But yeah, th- I mean, this week is is kind of slow. We have Michigan State, Michigan, which looked a lot better last week before Michigan State seven turnovers. So hopefully, Michigan State can at least just keep that close and maybe upset Michigan in a horrific fashion. That'd be awesome. Uh, like you mentioned, Ohio State, Penn State's probably the marquee game. I hope Penn State can bounce back and at least give them a game, um, if not just to quiet down Ohio State, Ohio State fans a little bit. But it's a pretty quiet week. Week nine of college football. I think week ten is really where it picks up when we have Notre Dame, Clemson, um, Georgia, Florida is that week too. So a little bit of a calm before the storm, but hopefully we can see a couple of unexpected upsets outside the Irish. Yeah, I, I, yeah, love me some college football upsets. So we'll see with Penn State too. It, it could be that you know this is obviously what what Hoosiers are saying. They're you know, it could be that I use decent this year. You know, they could they could be playing Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, which they would get schlacked. Well, I don't know why people yeah. are excited and, and about Happy that. Valley's a, but, a uh, tough place to play. I mean, like, they're gonna have, I guess, probably just friends and families. I think that's what the Big Ten's doing, but it's still a big stadium. I mean, it'll be okay. Yeah, they'll, they'll find some way to make it scary. I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea how home field advantage works anymore. It's it's really it's really weird. It's really going to throw me off, I think, because I'm going to have to make like a major adjustment <laughs> whenever fans do come back. Because I'll be, I feel like, I feel like if you know the fact that we're obviously you know thrown off by this, like, can you imagine playing and then you know whatever you're a freshman or you, I don't care what year it is, you go a full like potentially yeah. two years now without uh not to you know be a Debbie Downer, but I'm just saying, uh there's potential for some sports to play two seasons without any fans or with super limited capacity of fans. 
and then they come back full force and they're roaring, there's going to yeah. be, there's going to be an adjustment period, you know? Um, I think where these home teams with these loud stadiums are just going to be murdering teams or just pulling off you know crazy upsets. Me, Nate? So, um, not next week. Knock on wood, we see it in 2021. Next weekend, we I see guess. just 10,000 we'll Clemson fans buy all the tickets, pack Notre Dame Stadium, make it a road game, and just because that that kind of happened with Georgia, right? Two years ago, and Clemson fans maybe they're a little bit more yeah. entitled at this point, having won titles and COVID would limit travel a little bit, but. I don't know. I don't. When's have they ever played at Notre Dame Stadium before, Clemson? I don't, I'm not. I don't remember if they have. So it's a big trip for them, and I could see them packing that thing and trying to steal our home field advantage. Those heathens. Yeah. Pesky Tigers. Yeah, I I could see that. Yeah, the Georgia game yeah. was brutal. We actually got taken oh. over a little bit for a Louisville game too, Joe. Nobody remember. Nobody remembers that really, uh, but there was a lot of red in the crowd and uh, bouncing that day. I didn't, God, <laughs> that was the worst. That was the worst effing day of me and Macaulay's career. I, I remember like just looking at him at one point and being like, dude, there's like, I, they, I've like, we've had to lay hands on like 40 oh, dudes. They just, all are Louisville people. They drank the city. They drank the city of South Bend <laughs> out of effing bourbon, man. I swear to God they did. That was the thing. You can look this up. The whole town was basically dry of bourbon, and they drank like 80% of the whiskey. It was awful. I never want Notre Dame to – like, if Notre Dame ever hosts another Louisville game, I'm well, going to, like – they did this year. Take my family it, it went okay, but it was Seriously. a little bit different. A little bit different. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Bit well, thank you yeah. for spending so much of your precious time on college football. I really appreciate it. It's good. <laughs> I love. I like college. I love college football. You're just a bigger fan of college football than I am. I favorite, favorite the NFL. No, you know, time. I favor the pros. It's just. Um, well, yeah. maybe we can do a brief yeah. interlude of the the World Series. So we were supposed to talk when it was one to one. There was hope for the Rays. I think we both uh, put a little something on the Rays to win because we liked them at almost two to one underdogs. Um, but the Dodgers prove again, like the Lakers, you can buy World Series, you can buy championships. Mookie Betts doesn't belong on that team. Baseball has no salary cap, it has no heart. Long gone teams like the Astros, the plucky underdogs. You know, the, the Dodgers didn't want to see them again, so uh, the Rays definitely did them a favor by knocking out the Astros. Uh, but I guess all credit the Dodgers with their first World Series in what 30 years or so, all, over 30 years. 32. Yes, it was 30, I think 32 years. Um, not quite a, a Chicago and it's about drought, the Notre Dame, but yeah. definitely yeah. a long time for them. And I, I was, I, I love, I love Clayton Kershaw. I think he's amazing. And I just, I'm really, as a kid that grew up rooting for Peyton Manning and then he finally got the monkey off of his back in 2006 because it was on, it was on there for like his whole, you know, seven, eight years of his career at that point. Um, I can appreciate one of the all-time greats, one of the all-time great lefties, definitely getting to the top and and winning it because now <laughs> you can't have that jerk off in the bar bar that's just like Kershaw is not like one of the best left-handed pitchers ever. He couldn't even win a World Series. It's like yeah. okay, because that's how that works, you know. For him, just for um, him. Like so which which, one, which him. one of these Dodgers um, players yeah, do you like? Yeah. Do you like I mean, Corey Seager? I, yeah. Do you like Cody Bellinger? Do you like Chris Taylor? Do you like Justin Turner, like all those guys are just Jock Peterson. They just have such an arrogance about him. I like Mookie Betts, but 
Ugh, I can't stand the rest of the Dodgers. I can't. Okay, so the the Justin Turner thing is insane and was insane to me, and I still don't exactly understand um, how baseballs if how they lost control of this situation, I guess, or how they're going to pretend like they lost control of this situation because supposedly they sent him into a basically alcove doctor's office somewhere okay. in um, in the stadium. And then they win, and then he's out on the field again. So they're now investigating if, like, there were Dodgers, like, employees or personnel that <laughs> helped him to get back onto the field um, or what exactly happened. But it's just – I'm just like, what did you – were you guys – how were you guys not prepared? Baseball, how were you not prepared for this scenario where somebody <laughs> tested positive in the game and you had to physically stop them from going yeah. onto the field, like, with guys in hazmat suits? Am I wrong there? Is that is that is that too much of me? Like, if you're testing and you're not acknowledge, you're realizing, hey, this test isn't going to come back. Shouldn't you have some form of team to actually stop him from getting onto the field or whatever? Or did they the Dodgers just send ten goons to go get Justin <laughs> Turner? You know, I have a lot of questions here. Um, and not only that, but you know, he was he was. And I, I'm one of these guys that's like, these guys are young. These guys are healthy. They'll probably be okay. But, you know, celebrating on the field without a mask. The one dude who's in that age range of, ooh, that's not a, that's not a good thing for you to get this is Dave Roberts. They took a picture sitting next to each other maskless, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, and I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it because I can't be, say, like, I've ever experienced anything close to a winning a World Series celebration with your team. But... Still, it was uh, it definitely in perfect 2020 passion, just cast a pall over the celebration, knowing that he got pulled and then watching him be out on the field, celebrating with his teammates, hugging dudes and everything like that. I was like, well, I mean, I guess they're <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I can give you a little perspective. Over, on this name. In 2006, <laughs> you know? our high school soccer team won conference and we had a celebration afterwards that was probably on par if not better than this i mean you know you couldn't keep me away from the lucas servans the pet ancas the john pruces you know i was gonna hug them all we were so psyched so um you know the world series is maybe not not as big as that but i, I can definitely understand the emotions and the feelings that come after winning a championship of that magnitude Had Trinity one conference? Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they did. I feel like, like you might when, know, uh, but I have no like idea. Rich Pruce, Eddie Pruce were were there, so it had, it had been a good like five or six years. Yeah, no, Trinity. We punched above our weight. You guys were bit. you guys yeah. were awesome. No, it was it was always always punched above your weight. Um, beating. Uh, yeah, no, that year know, we beat uh, we beat Goshen, we with, beat Plymouth. You know, you know, took down Argus, took down Bethany Christian. I mean, those are those are good Northern Indiana schools. So, for reference, they probably have uh, two to five times as many students as as Trinity. So, you know, high school that matters. <laughs> but no, the the Plucky Titans certainly, and the the only definitely really the really only much, soccer much games I've ever enjoyed watching. Truly, um, now I don't know. I don't know. I, I I like some USA games. USA won like a game one nothing, and I was in a bar, and the whole place went nuts. And I was like, man, 
if Team USA can ever get their act together, like this this country would root for a damn ping pong team if there's an American flag sure. on the front of it, you know, really. But you know, so, all in all, at baseball, we we worried um, about them. Yeah. They had the Cardinals, the Marlins had plenty of games called off due to COVID. But in the end, they got together. The playoffs were actually really damn good. I mean, there was a lot of game sevens. The Rays had a ton of dramatic series. The Astros came back from three to zero to almost win it. Um, so it was an exciting playoffs. I know the ratings weren't great, but I think they were able to salvage a pretty decent season after all. No props to them. Props to anybody that crowns a championship during a pandemic, um, crowns a champion during a pandemic, but certainly it wasn't pretty, but they got it done. And, uh, the, the start will always be critiqued. I think the fact that they, bickered and moaned at each other to the point that they could have been the first team, the first sports going again, you know, as we were in the first downswing and then we've had like two upswings since then I digress. Um, Point being, I'm really happy that baseball happened this year and it was really, really good. And this is sad, Joe. I really, Mm. I know I'm, I was pessimistic about it before early episodes of the pod. I was always the guy that's like, I don't see how baseball's happening. These guys hate each other, being the MLB Players Association. There are a lot of issues with baseball. A big one is, as you said, the lack of salary cap. The fact that a team like the Dodgers can go out and just get a Mookie Betts and add him to a lineup and be north of $200 million payroll. Because if you can afford that, if you're going to, like, why would you not? Look at the past 10 years. You know, it's been lots more, way more champions with obnoxiously big payrolls than there haven't been. So um, I don't know how they're going to, how you can expect them to get to the table and get this taken care of. I would, I think COVID will kind of, you know, put it to the back burner, but I just don't see how they're playing baseball again in, you know, May, even April. I don't know. They have a lot to discuss for this new agreement. And I, I don't know. They hate each other still. They still <laughs> hate each other, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to come to agreement there. Uh, well, thank so, you, baseball, for figuring it out and giving us a decent postseason. But do you want to pivot to the NFL now? Do I want to? I've got a couple weeks to talk about. Um, Maybe hit the. I know, man. Um, it's it's been good. Where do you want to start? Um, I don't really, you know, I don't really care that much about the 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 Colts. I can't sit here and tell you like, oh, I'm just so excited about them now. I think they've turned the corner. You know, the Philip Rivers came back against the, the Cincinnati Bengals in epic fashion. Oh, they're good, dude. Joe, not they're not good. <laughs> Joe Burrow is going to be freaking amazing, and he's going to yeah. be amazing for ten years. And Bengals don't like just. Colts fans like don't we don't we don't even care but like we just like Burrow you know the kid coming yeah. out of college seems like a nice guy won the Heisman Trophy that speech he seemed really genuine don't do what we did to Andrew Luck just mm. draft him an offensive line nothing else matters yeah. if he has an offensive line behind him just take you have seven picks probably maybe more I don't know <laughs> take seven offensive linemen just do it. And then, and then, then you just keep, just cut a couple of them, you know, take the, keep the best seven or get Liam Eikenberg. Get Liam Eikenberg. He'll protect you. Just come on. Yes. Tommy Kramer. Just, and like when you, if you, when you have like that pick in the sixth round, you're like, man, there's nobody. Just take the fattest dude, the fattest offensive lineman. Just do that. 
That's that's all I'm asking. Just that's what you need. I know your defense is probably atrocious. You know, there's five other spots we could hit. I get it. You know, they they damn near lost every yeah. game to get Joe Burrow, basically. But don't hurt. Don't break him. Don't do that. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. And that would make me actually sad, you know, from right. being mentally scarred from the Andrew Luck thing. So that's my little little spiel to the Bengals front office. Just draft, just draft five offensive linemen. Who cares? Oh, well, your defense still sucks for another year. Joe Burrow's not going to get his head ripped off. So who cares? Really? You live to play another year, I guess. Um, But no, uh, Steelers Titans was a massive late um, undefeated matchup. I I don't Steelers are the only undefeated team left. You know, I got to give them props. I hate Ben Roth. But you love Chase Claypool. But um, they're. I do love Chase Claypool, man. And he's been awesome. And uh, definitely a guy that I thought would be really good. And I didn't think he would be this good. Definitely. Where he, yeah, no, not as a rookie in that offense um, where it seems like some weeks he's the, he's the right. They got, they got Stefan to it on the defense. You can still root for him. Uh, TJ Watts still fun. Yeah. Their their defense is nasty though. Yeah. Really good defense. I was obsessed with <laughs> Stefan Tuitt's mask at Notre Dame. I thought it was the coolest, so many bars, coolest yeah. freaking thing I've I guess, ever seen. I, I think um, you know, there's two weeks to talk about. Yeah. We don't obviously don't have to go in depth about everything, but I think the big revelation has been kind of the fall of the Patriots, losing that ugly game to the Broncos, and then getting blown out by the 49ers, who are super injured themselves. And then the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers blew out the <laughs> Packers. And then they were able to blow out the Raiders, you know, the COVID Raiders in parentheses, but still kind of that big swings, you know, before these two weeks, we were saying it's all Bill Belichick, Brady's washed and people are starting to swing the other way. I, you know, I'll never be off the train that Bill Belichick was more important than Tom Brady, but um, certainly some of the Tom Brady fans are getting a little more ammunition here in the last two weeks. Here's the thing with the Belichick Brady thing. It reminds me it, it it reminds me back to the Peyton Manning Brady argument. Because if you remember when when Peyton, you know, got his neck injury and was cut by the Indianapolis Colts and went to the Broncos and signed there, those next two seasons yeah. he put up astronomical numbers and they went to the Super Bowl. And the thought was if they win the Super Bowl and Peyton does good at that point in time Peyton Manning might you there's definitely an argument a strong argument for Peyton Manning being a better quarterback than Tom Brady yep. which you know I was perfectly happy with and I was really stoked because I was like oh if you know, Peyton wins like two or three Super Bowls with the Broncos you know because that first year they came out and it was like oh god if the, if Andrew Luck wasn't Andrew Luck the Colts would have been absolutely kicking themselves for cutting this guy you know <laughs> but um they saved a bunch of money and got you know 80 to 90 percent of the production probably and you know frankly i'd be i would have been worried about peyton getting hurt behind that offensive line since andrew luck did anyway um but <laughs> it always I comes back <laughs> um, it does i know it's just if you can't tell i was yeah scarred by that a little bit so i i i don't know man we'll 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 see i guess we're um what do you think about the Bears, though? I did want to. I did want to get your thoughts on, on your Bears. Are you? Because you were calling for Mitch. You called for him. I mean, why Joe. not? I have why it not? Just in my play text the hot hand. Like, can we just say, like, Mitch, Nick, like, don't get your feelings hurt. We'll just pull you from the game. 
have an open competition every week because neither of you guys really deserve to start every game. Um, you know, the week before they beat a good or at least a decent Panthers team on the road. Uh, you know, they have good wins. They beat the Buccaneers the week before, which was even more surprising now that we look at the uh, you know, a little bit more retrospectively. But yeah, they looked very bad against the Rams. And Aaron Donald's a monster. Jalen Ramsey's in secondary is huge for them. So the Rams have a really good defense. The Bears have a really good defense. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, Nick Foles could not play on Monday night, and that was a tough watch. Uh, so I think going forward, they're, they're probably still a playoff team. Do you know they were the number one seed before that game? Which is just ridiculous to think of. Uh, they'll probably be a wild card team and and lose in the first round. But it's always fun to see your team in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I mean, they're going to be drafting probably late teens. Or you're not really going to find a franchise quarterback in that range. So I don't see a, a great path forward to, to improving that situation. I um, yeah, man. You know. You told you told me this when I start ranting about Philip Rivers. It, it's it's just not your fault, Joe. It's really not, and I really no. don't think it matters if it's Mitch or Nick Foles. <laughs> I just think the Bears' offensive line is atrocious. Uh, did you see Allen Robinson is highly questionable for um, this week with a concussion now? So they're playing the Saints. Then I be- I believe they. I- I think they might still have to play the Steelers and Titans. I think that might be their next game. Nah, they, they wouldn't. Games. They, they, I'm they gonna look the that AFC up real quick. They would. They, they have the Titans. though. you're right. No, you're right. You're right. They still have the it, Packers again, and then they still they haven't. They had yeah. So that's it. I'm sorry. It is. Um, they play the Saints, then they play the Titans. The yeah. Vikings are at Chicago. That should be a win. Mm. Then they're. At Lambeau, and then they, they you know, play, they but, play the I mean, Texans. It's, they, it's, it's they, they host three the Texans. of their next four games. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying three, three of your next four. If they can go two and two in that in that stretch out of their next four games, they gotta feel good at that yeah. point because they'd be yeah, what seven and, seven and three. I mean, that's and then they'd have yeah the Lions at they Chicago. The and yeah, the they, they have Chicago a few back. back. You think that. they? You think they? Yeah, they at least split that, and then you got eight wins right there. I mean, right, and there's an extra wild card. There's right seven there, teams you know, from the NFC eight, this year, wins, so yeah. So that's what I'm saying too. So the Bears defense is gonna do. The, it's just a it's just yeah. a Bearsy Bears team, man. You know, it's a really. I was thinking that, and I love. I don't know how else to say it when I watch these Bears <laughs> games. It's just they're really Bearsy. They just like. They have good defense. They have good special teams. And I'm like, man, if this team yeah. ever gets a freaking quarterback, it's, they could win a I mean, Super Bowl. <laughs> like, it's really that yeah. simple. Like, if they ever get a top 10 quarterback, they will probably go to at least the difference is, though, is their D line is what's Because, right, back in the day, it was it was Erlacher, it was Briggs, it was yeah. Hillemeyer. But right now, it's it's Nick's or Hicks. Sorry, excuse me. Hakeem Nix is on my mind. But Hicks. Obviously, Mac. I mean, they have a lot of studs on that D line. They can get after the quarterback. Um, so it's it, there's still a fun watch. Well, not really a fun watch. They're a competitive watch because uh, they're in most games, and most games are actually pretty close. So yeah, we'll keep watching. I, they're not too dissimilar from the Colts. Honestly, I think we're kind of in the same boat here. Huh. Yeah, which is really weird because yeah. the Colts have never had a great defense and a. Crap! They they've never had yeah. the great defense, crappy quarterback combo. That's never been the thing for them in my whole life. 
Um, and I've watched damn near every Colts yeah. game for probably the past 15, 20 years. So I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it is, it is weird with the Colts that they're like that. I kind of love it. I never, I didn't, I always, I was always just like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't be a fan of defense <laughs> and just root. And I'm like, and I love it. Like Darius Leonard's flying all over the field and we got a bunch of dudes, Rocky sins making plays for us in the secondary and stuff. Mm. It's a great name, mm. by the way, Rocky sin. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see, man. For both those teams, I think one of them definitely makes the playoffs. Still, two of them might. And I think if I had if I had to pick one, it would still they be got a, they have a better record as yeah, well, yeah, just yeah. because they got such a good head start. Yeah, yeah, they got such a good head start. So we'll see. I do, I do. You know, I love the Patriots oh, bashing you did earlier. I did want to comment on that. I can't, um, I can't do that. You know, that's it's great for me, um, but. Oh, I that was that was what I wanted to say. I completely lost track of thought because I got I got all deep into my own thoughts about Andrew Lush and what if we just drafted him offensive line and everything. Anyway, when Peyton Manning was being compared to Tom Brady, it was he was on the Broncos. He just switched teams and everything like that. And people didn't realize that, well, Brady's still going to be playing football for the next couple of years after Peyton Manning retires. And then it's going to be interesting, you know, and that's where Brady's really separated himself. I think obviously he's won what I think another two Super Bowls since Peyton's retired two or three. And really without Peyton in the AFC, it's really been his up until, you know, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, which was only two years ago, basically, you would say. So I think it's the same thing right now. It's the it's, you know, the. The current events are like Tom Brady is four and two and the Patriots are two and four. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. There was also like seven or eight starting Patriots that opted out at the end of the day. There were a lot of people that were like, this stuff matters. They might be tanking for Lawrence. I don't think they're going to be in a position to get Lawrence. Like the Jets are too bad. The Giants are too bad. One of the New York teams is going to end up with the number one overall pick and get him. Um, but I just, you know, Belichick, doesn't seem like well you know let's say let's say the Patriots lose every game from here on out let's just say that happens which is ridiculous to say but let's just say they go two and 14 um again I still don't know if that gets you the number one overall pick and I definitely don't think Belichick then is like you know this was tough I'm calling it a career and then everybody can for the rest of my life like grumble about oh well Tom Brady was the reason you won all these Super Bowls you know no Belichick is going to be coaching after Tom Brady has retired. I, I believe that. And that's when like this, that's when this argument is actually going to really happen, you know, because if at that point he has got that other quarterback, whoever that is, or these guys, it's not COVID they've, they're opted in. Um, and he wins another Super Bowl, for example, because I still don't think the Bucks are going to win a Super Bowl. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but, no team that's hosted the Super Bowl has ever even gone to yeah. it. I didn't realize I it was in think. Tampa Bay this year. Okay. So not that that hmm. – I think it is in Tampa Bay this year. I just saw that because they announced that they were only going to let in like 20% of the fans, I believe. Um, but, I, you know, that's – I guess that's my thing. I'm very hes- – yeah, I'm very hesitant to put a hatchet in Bill Belichick. You know, let's just – yeah, let's just, you know, let's just bury the man. He's only the greatest coach in the history of the game. And it's still a – 43-year-old quarterback on a 4-2 and two football team. So we'll see. It's a long season. There's 10 games left. Mm. Plenty of time for the Colts and the oh, Bears combined. You, you had me until that last sentence. So. But yes, yeah, I, I, let's not overreact over two <laughs> games. Just the same way we, we shouldn't have said Tom Brady's done. Bill Belichick is God two weeks ago. You just need to 
take your time, wait for the season to play out before you make your your sweeping judgments. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, anything else with the NFL? Uh, Patrick Mahomes should be getting some MVP love. He's got the highest uh, touchdown to interception ratio. He's fifteen and one. His team has one loss to a division opponent, and people, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah I think it's, I think that. it's wide open now. I think Rod Rogers mm-hmm. is the favorite. Russ had that three interception game, but I'm like, you know, I I, I think it's I I just think more people. There should be more. Right? Fifteen touchdowns, one interception, Joe. Like, what, what do you want from the guy? He's amazing. He's incredible. He's the best athlete we've ever seen at the position. And I, I was looking at it right now, and I think he's got still like the third or fourth best odds behind like Rogers. Yeah, and but you Wilson. know, if it's close, they're, they're going to want to give it to Russ because he's never won it, and they're going to want to give it to Rogers second because he hasn't won it in a while. So there, there's Mahomes, there's Lamar Jackson fatigue. So he's going to have to be clearly better than those other two guys, I think, to win it. Yeah, if there was a, if there was a quarterback that could be clearly better than Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. It'd have to be Patrick Mahomes, though. I think so. I don't know. I might I might throw a couple doll hairs on that. I was looking at it. I oh, like really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plus yeah. seven hundred or something today. like that. Still, you know, I was like I was like, yeah, yeah. I th- I think it was. I don't know. I might I might be I might be lying through my teeth. It was just a glance at. I glanced at it. Oh no! The app was down today. I'm sure everybody was panicking since there was That's literally true, yeah. there no was no sports baseball or no basketball <laughs> for the first time in no like a hundred days. Yeah. It was tough sledding out there today. Yeah. I'm here. Did we? Oh, okay, are you cool. there, Matt? Good to be here. Okay. All right. I just, I, all right. I just, no, I just, I hate <laughs> when we throw to the social media story of the day. First time we put Matt, you know, spotlight to Matt and he's Mate, just empty. Do you want to do guess the like, lines oh, next week? Now, do we want to you know, so. do it? We can do we can do it. We can, yeah, we yeah. can do next week. That's fine. It's up to you, man. Hundred percent. I have the schedule right here. I, I yeah, I'm doing no, it dry. No, honestly, I, I feel like we talked a bunch anything. of NFL. We're at fifty-four mind. minutes. You know, maybe we can spare the people that the guest the lines for this. Week. I agree. You don't want. To... This is yours, man. And I'll do one yeah. next week. It's up to you. Nah, dude, do it. It's a good story. <laughs> it's hilarious, and then we'll comment right, on it because this, this is just this really funny. Yeah, frankly, eight point six thousand dollar bet to win eight dollars and sixty cents. Clemson Tigers beat Syracuse. Hmm. And Joe, you said yeah, it, it was, was 21 27. Kind of right? Clemson was only up by a touchdown. I mean, no one thought oh they were going to lose the game, but still, you're, you're getting like half a percent return on your bet. It's it's not worth that for a football game. It's you just invest in government bonds at the same Here's... percentage with a lot more certainty. <laughs> I was just thinking like something like that. Yeah, isn't there an investment you could just make that would kind of guarantee you? You probably wouldn't get back get in the day with that back and still, anyway. I don't know. So all I could think about when I saw that was whenever I have a DraftKings bet that I'm like annoyed with myself because I put I put like you know eighty dollars down to win ten dollars or something like that and it gives you the option. It would have given me the option at halftime since they were only up six to cash out for like $73 or something like that. So I would just lose $7 instead of potentially losing like $80 if they ended up losing. (laughs) And I was just imagining the percentage of, I was like, so if he bet 80 over 8,500, it was, they were probably offering if, if there was a cash out option on whatever app he was using, they might've been offering him a cash out option of like less than, 
eight thousand dollars yeah at halftime <laughs> which would be yeah, which would, would really yeah. pay it would make me panic i mean i don't know how this guy feels but apparently he's got enough that he can just ride eight thousand dollars which again like you said i get it syracuse was never going to beat clemson but i just the sweat involved at halftime for eight dollars they did beat clemson not three a, years ago in a shocking really game it's really scary Remember, I think I think we were at the I think we were at the oh, Astros game. No, I was at the point. Astros. All right, never mind, never mind. Uh, different Astros game, but yeah, they did they did beat them. Bottom line, they, they are mortal occasionally. Tigers yeah. were listed at minus one hundred thousand. Yeah, well, <laughs> and and I believe I believe Matt, it was the only app, whatever app he betted on. I think he's one of these fiends that I met one of these fiends too. Did I, I tell you guys about this? I don't know if I told you guys about this, or I definitely didn't talk about it on the pod. So this guy, I go to, I go to, I get back from visiting grandma. I'm like, man, I need, I need a shot of three. And so I swing by Whiskey D's, you know, it's 10 people in the bar. This isn't a very busy, busy bar on a Friday night and a little country bar by my house. And this guy's sitting there and he's one of my brother's friends. Um, What's his name? Kevin. Anyway, so he's hammered and he starts, we start talking, gambling and he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, how oh, many no. do you have? I have all 11. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I just have DraftKings. He's like, bro, you got to do all of them because they're always no. all offering different no. promotions and boosts and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I have two Can't kids, man. <laughs> I'm like, I told him, I'm like, I don't even necessarily bet every day. Like, today, obviously, there's nothing. I might, you know, you know, after this, go and like, throw a dollar on a stupid <laughs> German basketball game that's on or something just for just for shits and giggles, frankly. But like I'm not gonna do anything more than that. And he was like, Oh, I bet every day I spent hours I'm just perusing. And here's the thing. We've been betting basically the same amount of time it sounds like. And he's done that and I've I I'm 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 up five seventy, if you will, if you sure. count all my money in the app that I haven't taken out. And so he claimed he was up a thousand dollars. But I just I don't know if it's worth that's worth the eleven right and plus I I what you, what did you job. put in like a hundred bucks fifty I put in fifty on my initial but then I cashed out a bunch because I thought I was gonna lose a bet like a sixty or eighty dollar ladder bet and I was over the app oh it was when I texted you and I was <laughs> I was bitching frankly about the LSU LSU Texas A and M over. Because it was like a really high over. I needed like sixty points to be scored, and it was, it was, it was like three. No, it was like three nothing in the like with eight and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. And I was like, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm horrible yeah. at this. I've lost like seven bets in a row, <laughs> like you know. And I've lost. I'm down like over a hundred dollars, and like this is so stupid of me. And I'm cashing <laughs> everything out, and I'm done. I'm just gonna like play fifty cent and dollar bets from now on, and then they ended up just. It was just an absolute shootout from that point on. Uh, that was the game where the the uh, not Texas A and M, uh, the quarter it was uh, my uh, my uh, oh, Mississippi Mike State. Leach right yeah um, Mississippi State Mississippi State right. they the, quarterback through like one week of fame one week of fame yeah. it was like, it's like an SEC record yeah and they beat LSU and everybody's like oh my god so yeah so I ended up putting a hundred dollars of that two hundred dollars I cashed back in because I like being able to start like. Yeah two dollar and fifty cent ladder bets that's kind of my thing um 
But like I said, as as we've learned, they quick it quickly goes to forty dollars, and then you're like, man, I better hit this because I don't really yeah. feel like betting eighty dollars on it. Unless it was the Packers minus three so, and a half against the Texans, I felt pretty good about that one. That was a good one. Thank you for that, Jan. Yeah, so much fun. Um, yeah. I mean, does that does that just take us the best week? of the week? Do you have bets of the week? I was looking I at so. my notes yeah, from last week, to, right? the show that did not happen for for good reasons, obviously. But I, I went three and zero on best of the week. I had Syrac- I had Syracuse plus forty six over Clemson, easy cover. Would have bet eight thousand dollars on that one. Um, Packers minus three and a half at the Texans. Texans are ready to fold, ready to mail it in. They're coming off that overtime loss to the Titans. I just I feel like they. They don't care. They lost their kind of rush from having Romeo Cornell as their interim coach, who's not a good coach anyways. So they're done. Fade them the rest of the year. The Bears-Rams under 45. It got a little bit sweaty there in the third quarter. I thought maybe there was going to be a scoring run, but then our guy, Nick Foles, threw a couple interceptions, kept the Bears off the board in that game, finished well under the 45. So It was was the punter, man. The punter got the game ball. Oh, you know that? They gave the – it's the first – yeah, it's the first game ball they've given to a punter, I think, in like yeah. definitely this season, and I think it's since like week two or week three of last year. And I think, I think yeah, it was him. yeah, the announcers <laughs> going wild over him kicking so. it, turning the ball and kicking it like a watermelon. It's like, come on, like I could go out in my backyard and still kick that ball. It's not that hard to kick the ball, turn ninety degrees. Like, calm down, guys. Um, but yeah, this week I think there's a few things that we like here. So we'll start off in college. We'll start off with the. Terrible state to the north. Michigan State's traveling to Ann Arbor to play Michigan. And they are underdogs by 24 and a half points, which, look, Michigan State looked bad last week, but they turned the ball over seven times. You think they're going to do that again? Seven turnovers is almost unheard of. They're not going to do that again. Michigan's not going to look as good this week. 24 and a half is too many points. Give me the Spartans on the road to cover that 24 and a half point spread. It is a it is yeah. a rivalry game too. I I could take that. I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared of that though. I don't know. I, I think I'm just gonna do my thing in the Big Ten where I just ride Ohio State really hard until they and bet the line like on Sunday. I'm I don't know. I haven't checked. I, I just feel like that line that Ohio State Penn State line is was gonna move. I, I also I think it was at twelve and a half, so it's gone up. But uh, I think under under two touchdowns, <laughs> you're probably not, still still in business there. I think so. Yeah. Um, but man, 26 and a half. 24 and a half, but still. Very, still, still, still oh, 24 and a half. Still okay. That is still a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would take that. I would take that Good. on the ladder bet, Good. I think, for sure. Yeah. What oh, time that's, kickoff? A new, that's a noon kickoff. That's early. You know? Yeah. Get, get, get your bet in early. Love, love 20 point spreads yeah, at 12 sleepy. o'clock. Like, you know. You're like, yeah, exactly. So, all right, what, um, what else you got? I don't want to don't want to bash your Colts too much here, but they are Lions are three point underdogs at home against the Colts. I think that silly Lions coming off a big come from behind win against the Falcons. They've been decent. They should have beat the Bears. They should have a four and two record. I I think they're a better team than the Bears. They're probably a better team than the Colts, and they're at home getting points. Give me the Lions all day. I was looking at that too. I thought about definitely hedging yeah, on the Colts, guys. and I, I love I love that Joe. That's a love <laughs> for me. I I literally had circled that like, oh maybe I'll bet against the Colts, which I only did 
sarcastically against the bears, not sarcastically. I just, I just was hedging, <laughs> hedging that the bears would, the bears would win. Um, but no, I, I agree. And I think the lions are probably a better football team and they definitely have a better quarterback. Yeah. That's for sure. So, well, we'll see. I, 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 can, I feel like the Colts are going to like stumble their way to nine and seven. And I'm just going to be like, much like the bears kicking myself because, Cool. We maybe lose a first round playoff game. And oh, by the way, we're in no position to draft a quarterback. And Phillip Rivers is probably going to be coaching in Alabama, I believe, <laughs> high school football next year. One of his one of his eight kids, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um so. so good. I'm glad we can agree on that one. I think the last one I had for the NFL lines was the Seahawks at home against the 49ers. I got obviously no fans, but they're still at home. They're only getting two and a half points. They're only two and a half point favorites. I think this is way too much recency bias. I understand the 49ers have looked good. They just blew out the Patriots. But you're basically saying that on a neutral field, those teams are even. I don't think they're even. I think the Seahawks are better. They have less injuries. They have a clearly better quarterback. Give me the Seahawks minus two and a half against the 49ers. I like that. I like that a lot. I hadn't looked at that line. That's a... You said you said Seahawks minus two and a half against yeah, the 49ers. Yeah, it's in Seattle. It's under a field goal. I think that's that's pretty. Yeah. yeah. No, I would take that. I definitely like that. I like the hockey's by the sea, man. I think I think they'll bounce back. I don't think Russell Wilson hot take has another three interception no. game this season. So um, <laughs> obviously not really a hot take, but I I, I yeah, and that's that's that's. I would have guessed that would have been like yeah, a four and a half. That's interesting. It's, huh. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Then again, the Cardinals did just cover a three and a half point. They were, you know, they got there. It was crazy. The game was that was crazy. Though. That game was insane. Um, but you got me. You got me thinking about MVP odds. Yeah, I went right. and looked, and there's kind of a funny money one I like, Nate. Um, Derek Henry, Sir Derek of the the Titans. You know, they're they're still only have one loss. People are kind of. Qu- Fatigued to quarterbacks. He had all that that hype last year's playoffs. If they finish one or two seed and kind of Mahomes and Wilson and Rodgers are all kind of crowding each other out, people are going to turn to Derrick Henry if he's got like 1,800 yards and 13 touchdowns. He is plus 3,300. So 33 to one odd for Derrick Henry to win the MVP. I kind of like that. Woo! Yeah, he's the running back to bet on. That's for sure. There's no other running yeah, back. That Kamara is Kamara is sixty six to one, but yeah, but he's that, not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, Henry's. Henry's got a shot. No, he's not. The Saints, the Saints, like split. They they give Latavius Murray like yeah. ten to twelve care, ten to twelve touches <laughs> a game, if you will, which is smart. That's what you should do, especially with Kamara. He's like a smaller back, and Henry is not. He's a freaking monster. Um, good. Yeah, I'll throw a friendly dollar on that, Joe. Um, yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Nice find. Um, what is what is my uh, not you, not that? Mean, by any chance? Was I crazy? So not not seven hundred, but okay. All right. I I I swore I looked into it. Probably he stuff. probably he could have been seven hundred before that. last week. That's honestly. Not... Well, actually, because he 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 had a good game, obviously against the Broncos in the snow. He's better in the snow. I'm convinced of that yeah. too. When he's in the snow <laughs> and it turns into a backyard football game, watch out because. He's like that guy that's, you know, everybody else's, everybody else slows down and they they lose like, you know, 20% and he loses like 
maybe three or four percent you know <laughs> he's still no, that makes sense i mean he's yeah. still got the arm strength and the, the defensive backs are on skates a little bit with the snow on the ice so yeah yeah no he's god yeah i really i was i was talking about that to my brother watching that game i'm like he's just he's incredible man i i love him he's awesome yeah and i i really don't feel like a chiefs fan yet but maybe i can become one and that would i i'd never had such a good team to root for before that would be kind of a strange feeling i think I, that, that contract they gave him, I just, I, it's insane, but it's going to end up a bargain. Yeah, I th- really think it is. Unless it's just, unless he just gets hurt and he's basically out of the league, obviously. But I, I don't see that happening. I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, right. Getting like worst case scenario, 10 years from now, he's what, like late Packers, early Vikings, Brett Favre. And that's still a really good player. Oh, and dude, by then, like somebody's going to be getting paid $50 million a year. There's yeah. going to be a fifty million dollar year quarterback, and he's going to be like the like tenth or twelfth highest paid quarterback at that point, if yeah. not lower. Ian, Ian Ian books will be making fifty million a year for the Colts, and you're gonna be like, "What's going on?" I don't what think happened? that I don't think that's gonna happen, Joe. If that if that happens, I will. I don't know. What do you, I'll do something really Find crazy. Out what, either him or Phil Jerkovic, one of the two. One Phil the two. Joe. Well, I come on, man. We should have kept, but they should have. I, he would be whole... great. He would be like watching their backups against Pitt. I did not feel great. I mean, they didn't give him a lot of chance to throw, but yeah, having Phil Joe as a backup would make me feel a lot better this year for sure. Yeah. He really bagged on the Notre Dame staff too. When he left, he was like, he said all the things everybody says they're like, he's like, yeah, he, they didn't develop me. And I feel like I regressed under them. And Brian Kelly is like not a good quarterback coach and made me feel bad all the time and stuff. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop, stop it. it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a good pod though. Good. good oh, it may, good may be our longest one ever. So I think so. I think everyone turned it off by now, but I appreciate those <laughs> who fast forward to the end and listen to the last minute. Right. Spencer, Spencer, we got to get Spencer on as a guest, man. He's like our most loyal listener and it's not, there's not a close second. So he's the he's the guy that dresses up in like the the gear at the NFL games and sits on the the one yard or the you know the he sits he, sit, he sits right by the players every. And Is he doing okay? Is he he's out in Denver still? Yeah, he's doing all right. He said he was wow. driving through the forest though. He said it's like a freaking movie, man. He's like the 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 whole thing's just on fire. And oh, no. this was when before the snow was gonna. did uh saturday and i hope he he was like we need all the snow we can get he said he was he went up for a hike because they're about to close down all the parks because of the fires and he was like it was just absolutely surreal he's like it's literally like uh, something out of a movie theater and you're just like but it's there it's like probably 30 or 40 miles away but i can just see the whole forest on fire and it just smells like fire and so yeah, man, it's you know, hmm. it's burning. That's for sure. So hopefully the snow puts some of it out, but we'll see. We will see, I guess. But it's been a long year. Hopefully twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, the bar is really low for twenty twenty one. Not that it matters. That's what I I tell you know. I'm like, not that it freaking matters when the calendar turns and that's going to change anything and we're magically going to the world's going to become a well november could do that but we'll see november november third right (laughs) oh my god i don't even want to nope 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 matt i think it's time for the outro (laughs) 
shout out to Spencer, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, the end of what week twenty two. We said, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. So. All right, thanks for listening. We'll uh, be sure to uh, tune in next week. Mm-hmm.